How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Comedy and Tragedy. I'm your host, Jack Healy, and today I'm going to be breaking down the NFL. We're five weeks into the season. We're starting to get an idea of which teams are good enough to make a run in the playoffs. We got a new format they put into place last year that adds an extra team into each conference to a total of 14 now teams in the playoffs. Makes it a lot easier to make the playoffs. Also adds more competition. So, I mean, who can be really be mad? I broke it down into six sections of teams. I'm going to make start from the bottom and make my way up. Starts with the dumpster fire section. It's got to start with the Jags. I mean, they do look a little bit better from the first few weeks where they looked horrendous. Trevor's starting to get better. The defense is a, it's all right. It's holding up. It's not giving up 50 points a game, but it's pretty it's 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 not good. Uh, the only bright spot in the offense has been the run game hasn't been terrible. James Robinson's starting to pick things up where he left them off last year. James Robinson, he's a pretty good guy, pretty good goddamn back over there. Undrafted. That was a steal. That was an absolute steal. The Jaguars got at James Robinson. I don't know if uh, Urban Meyer is gonna last the year. I really don't, after, especially after. That last uh, scandal. <laughs> even gonna, I, I, I'm, a, I can't even go into that. Uh, that's it's. It was just a bad job all around. Come on, guy. He's really lucky that other guys in the NFL, John Gruden, have been uh, doing worse things and kind of outdramed the Urban Meyer drama. And he's sort of hiding behind all the other drama and less people are talking about Urban Meyer, but it's still going to be, it's still going to be something we, we are going to be arguing about come week 16, 17, if he should still have a job. I don't know if he gets fired before then. I don't know if he makes the year. I honestly doubt it. The team looks pretty garbage and he doesn't look fit for the NFL. It's just what everyone's been seeing, what everyone's been saying. I see the same things. I think he wants to go back to college, and I think everyone else can make that inference too. It looks like he's sabotaging his job. What kind of coach doesn't travel back with his team? It's a bad job. Bad job all around over there. The other dumpster fire team that's not a bad job all around, they're just not good, is the Lions. Coach Dan Campbell looks great over there. Very emotional guy. It looks like the team fights for him. And, yeah, they've been losing some heartbreaking games, but they've been fighting. They have been fighting with some uh, good teams. I mean, they're better than them. Yeah, they lost to the Lions. They lost to the uh, Ravens in that whole heartbreaking, heartbreaking way. That Tucker kick was absolutely ridiculous. And then you lose on another game-winning field goal last week. Another heartbreaking loss. I mean, you know what to tell me about losing in tough ways. I've 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 seen my fair share, but it's got to be tough to see your team keep fighting, keep fighting, and they still can't get themselves a win. I think they'll get a few wins, one or two, but it's gonna be hard to come by. It's gonna be hard to come by. I give the Jets their own category. There with the next section. Uh, I mean, because they're really not. A dumpster fire team. I mean, I could have put them in the next category, but I just feel like they deserve their own 
because they're the Jets. They're not good, but they're a lot better than last year. It's not hard to get better from last year, but they barely looked like a football team last year. They were terrible. They averaged like 10 points through 10 games last year. It was terrible. This year, they got some fighting. Zach Wilson's got fighting him. Does he make the smartest throw sometimes? No. He's a rookie quarterback. That happens. But he makes some pretty goddamn good throws sometimes. He looked good against the Falcons. Not great. Not bad. Good. Made some good throws. Made a really smart, really smart throw at the end of that game where he got A.J. Terrell on that pass interference call. Because, I mean, you throw that ball up, your receiver was in a very good situation to catch the ball. And if he doesn't, the corner has to make a ridiculous play on it. And if he, it's, he's, most of the time, he's going to get called for something there. So you set your team up to call. He almost came back in that game. He almost formed quite the comeback in London, Zach Wilson. Kid looks, he looks not as good as some people thought he was going to be out of the gate. Anyone who thought it was going to be Patrick Mahomes out the gate with the Jets. I mean, I don't know what you were. You, you were expecting too much out of the kid. He's going to be a project, a little bit of a project, but the whole team's a project. And it's getting better. Got some, got some bright spots on that team. So we'll see where the Jets are next year. We'll see. I think they're going to get better and better as the year goes on. I think they'll bang out a good five, six wins. Something to build on. Something to build on. Next category, I'm going to go with the sucks to be you category because it really does suck to be any one of these teams right now. They all got shit going on. The Seahawks just lost the, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Russell Wilson, to a pretty annoying injury. I mean, uh, he's at the end of his release, and Aaron Donald's there. The guy's pretty much made of bricks. Like, yeah, I'm surprised his whole wrist didn't break. Such an unfortunate in- injury, though. You can't. You hate to lose your quarterback, especially when he's that good. Especially when your backup is Geno Smith. <sighs> I do not expect the Seahawks to do much the rest of the year. I don't even know what the situation with Russell Wilson is going to be. That's why it really sucks to be them. I, I don't know where they stand with Russell Wilson right now. They got on his good side this year. But, yeah didn't work out really it really didn't uh, i could see him moving and going somewhere else it's russell wilson any team is gonna die and put everything they have on the line if they need a quarterback i could see a i could see a few teams just out like the giants on daniel jones has looked very good this season but he just got banged up against the Cowboys. They were going to be the next team I talked about anyway. And I just, I think you have to. If you're a team and you have the opportunity to go and get a Russell Wilson, you have to go get him. I think the Giants would jump on the opportunity. I think you got teams with like older, like I, the, I think Washington would do anything to go and get a guy like Russell Wilson in it. Those are either teams could be instant threats. 
you give him a quarterback like Russell Wilson. Guys, uh, he's proven he's elite year in and year out. He's never had a losing record in his career. So if he finished this year two and three, it would technically be his first losing record ever. His worst record ever in his season was nine and seven, and he threw like 35 touchdowns. Guy has just been elite since year two. He's ridiculous. Russell Wilson is an elite quarterback, and any team would die to have him right now. And the Seahawks will be hurting with Geno Smith at quarterback. For the AFC sucks DBU teams, uh, you got the Colts and the Texans. Colts have had a tough schedule, lost some pretty tough games. They can work and get, they can work themselves to a better record. They're one of the teams that maybe can turn it all the way around and make a playoff run, but their secondary is really beat up. We saw Lamar expose the hell out of it Monday night. He, he was tearing them up. Only quarterback to ever throw 400 yards and have an 80% completion percentage. That's an NFL record. I thought he was a running back. Yeah, no. Lamar Jackson is sick. But it also it shows that he exposed that secondary. You don't have your normal guys out there, and you're putting rookies out there on Hollywood Brown. He's going to torch them. He made him look like a fool out there. If you if you watch that route, it looked sick. But you 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 can't have that if you're a defensive coordinator. That guy's he was getting exposed all game. You can't have a corner that's baby food out there. You can't have a guy that just gets picked on like that. It's not going to go well for your defense. It doesn't matter what pressure you get if your quarterback knows he has a wide open receiver. Texans are better than a lot of people thought. They've been getting everyone to fight. But I think they're in the same situation kind of as the Jets. Like, it's, it just wasn't the year they were supposed to win. They're just not good enough. But they've been giving team fights. So Davis Mills looks pretty good. He really does. Looks like a good, it looks like a good draft pick, especially with the whole Deshaun Watson situation. If they can get a good deal for Deshaun Watson, Maybe they're not in the worst situation in the world. Maybe they're not. I, I Don't quote me on that because it is the Texans, and they also have traded like every cornerstone they've ever had, and they've never really been good. So uh, It's just Davis Mills. He looks decent. He looks like he could be a good quarterback. Let's see if they can put a team around him. Let's see what they do. Didn't really go in on the Giants, so I'll I'll finish it with that. And then we'll go into the next category. Giants just – I kind of talked about them in the last episode. That's why I just – the injuries, I think, are going to catch up to them. Daniel Jones, yeah, he's coming back for this week. He's coming back to play the Rams. Like, it's just – it seems like a nightmare waiting to happen. It seems like Aaron Donald's about to catch his second quarterback body in two weeks. Like – you got to be scared as a fan. You'd be scared if you're as you're watching that game. He's gonna get cracked, and I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Giants got a tough situation. They got a tough situation season ahead of them. They do tough schedule, and if the injuries don't start relenting and they don't start getting healthy and staying healthy, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough year 
it's going to be a rough year for the Giants. All right, so on to the next category. We got the maybe next year. Maybe next year because the only team out of all these I can see somehow flipping it and making a run is the 49ers, but I, I don't know. I just – Trey Lance, he looked good, but he doesn't look like he's ready yet. He doesn't look like he's ready to take that next step and lead a team to the playoffs. He just – he's not giving me that vibe yet. Looks good. Looks like he's got a good arm. He's obviously a great athlete, but I'm just – I'm not impressed with the team overall. They're not as good as they were past years. Obviously, they were, they were very, very injured last year, but everyone expected to come back with a vengeance, and they really haven't. They really haven't. Other teams in the N- NFC that look good but not great, Washington, Philly, Minnesota, and Atlanta, I'd say maybe next year because they're, they're just the Falcons. They, they need to put more talent on that defense, and they need to need more talent on that offensive line because Matt Ryan's always going to keep them in games. And that's what's been so frustrating for Falcon fans and anyone who watches Falcon games. That, that You wonder why they blow leads? Because Matt Ryan gives them a lead, and then the defense just shits the bed. It's misery to watch. I can't take it anymore. They almost blew a lead against the fucking Jets in London. At 10 o'clock in the morning, I can't even wake up in peace. Matt Ryan is having another game where he's 400 yards, not 40, 350 yards, four touchdowns. And the, the defense still has to give me heart attacks. Jesus Christ. Just put a defense on the field, please, that doesn't give up 35 points a game. Then maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to hold the lead. You give it to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan gets the worst rep in the league for the 28-3 and because the Falcons blow leads. Meanwhile, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. There are very few quarterbacks I would rather have in a big game than Matt Ryan. He's got his top five in fourth quarter comebacks. He's active right now. The quarterbacks right now, he's one of the clutchest quarterbacks. He's one of the best stat-wise quarterbacks ever. But no one's ever going to give him the credit because he never won a Super Bowl. Because Kyle Shanahan wanted to be a jerk-off for the entire second half. Imagine having a 25-point lead and just refusing to run the ball. Oh, it's to this day, it haunts me. It haunts me that the guy didn't just run the ball and kick field goals. Like, what kind of moron do you have to be to have the game in your hands? Matt Ryan made one of the clutchest throws in Super Bowl history, but no one will ever give a no one will ever give a rat's ass because of what happened after. Because Kyle Shanahan decides to throw the ball more. Sack, holding call. And then you got to punt the ball back to Tom Brady, the best fucking quarterback of all time. Well, what, what did you expect? What did you expect to happen? You thought Brady was going to choke? Brady, Brady was going to choke? Yeah, 
Oh, oh my God. It, it is actual misery to watch this team year in and year out do the same fucking garbage, no matter who the coach is. Arthur Smith. Oh, I want to be conservative. I want to be conservative. Don't, oh, how about you win the game, buddy? You don't look like you're as bad and as much of a clown as these other morons that have come in, but you're garbage. Your team is not good. Why do you need to be conservative? Why? You're playing the Jets. The Jets have nothing, nothing to win for. And you're going to play scared against the Jets. He calls a good game. 98% 98% of the time. And that's like three plays. You're like, what the hell is that? So the Falcons are 100% maybe next year because you have Matt Ryan. And yeah, Calvin Ridley hasn't even shown. Yeah, I don't even think he has, he has a touchdown this year. Because they've, they've been covering him so good in the red zone. He's getting Julio treatment now. Calvin Ridley's an animal. Calvin Ridley's a top five receiver without a doubt. But no one's going to consider that this year because he's missed time and he doesn't have a touchdown. Anyone who only watches football this year is going to tell you Cooper Cup is better than Calvin Ridley. This year, yeah. But overall, if Calvin Ridley was on the Rams right now, he'd have like 15 touchdowns. But again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, there's some other teams I do want to talk about for maybe next year. <laughs> Get off my Falcons rant a little bit. Calm down a little bit. The Steelers look like, I mean, just one of the, I'm happy I'm not a Steel fan. They look like the Falcons, to be honest. They look like one of the more misery teams in the league because you have no idea what the hell's going on with them. One week, they look like absolute garbage. And then you open – all right, let's – imagine starting the season, beating the Bills, and then losing to the Bengals. And it's like, it's like the two opposite sides of the – yeah, the, the Bengals are a better team this year. They're not a bad team. But the Steelers never lose to the Bengals. They don't. It just – it's it, it, look, it did not look clean. It did not look pretty at all. It didn't. Big Ben does not look like the quarterback he's... He doesn't even look like a shell of the quarterback he once was. The guy looks misery. I, mean, I haven't been on the Big Ben train the past few years because he's an older guy, and I just think they should have moved on. But this year, you got you to gotta be, be scared for this team in the long run. You have to be thinking. They have, they, they have to be making a move for a quarterback. Mason Rudolph's not your guy. He never really did anything when he subbed in for Ben. And Ben just, he's done. He's done. Sorry, Ben. You're not Tom Brady. You're not Aaron Rodgers. You didn't, you didn't keep good shape, pal. You can barely roll out anymore. Now you aren't the worst quarterback in the league, but that's only because there's some guys out there who are really freaking bad. You could still make some of the throws. You, you made some good throws last week. But do you really think, do you, as a Steeler fan, do you really believe 
that Big Ben can still lead you to a Super Bowl. Uh, that, that, that's got uh, that's a tough pill to swallow. That's like me still having hope that the Falcons can somehow make the playoffs. I've accepted that it is not happening. We're in f- uh, our clutch games, our, our big time games this year have been against the Jets and the Giants. Oh, oh. yeah. Trust me, trust me. I'm not. I'm not too impressed. I'm. Uh, Matt Ryan is the only bright spot in this team right now. Matt Ryan has been playing very good this year, and I hope people start giving him the respect. He's been doing. He's been playing good on garbage teams for the past three years. Their team has really not been good since the Super Bowl team. After that Super Bowl run, things went to shit, and Matt Ryan never did. Was he the best quarterback in the league after? No, he never really put up those numbers again. But he was never bad. He, was, he, he has always been a better quarterback since Big Ben. Since the Super Bowl, he's been a better quarterback than Big Ben consistently. And Big Ben hasn't been uh, – until this year, no one's considered Big Ben to be a bad quarterback. Matt Ryan has never been bad, but the Falcons have been terrible. You gotta give the you have to give him credit. Big Ben has never been on a bad team. This is the worst Steelers team he's ever been on. And it's still not, it's still one of the better defenses in the league. And he still has weapons. And he still has a great rookie running back. The offensive line isn't not good. It really isn't. And that's it's proving to be a very big problem, especially when you have a quarterback that can't move. Patriots look like finally human. Mac Jones looks good. Looks like one of the best rookie quarterbacks in this class, which is surprising a little bit because he was he was he was taken 15. And I felt the Patriots were the perfect fit, but he was also was the most NFL ready quarterback. He just and the guy broke the record for highest completion percentage. He's accurate. He's known for being accurate. And there's one thing you got to be as an NFL rookie is accurate. If you're missing your throws, guys, you're going to get pissed on a little bit. You may like, yo, this, this kid looks like a bum. He's missing throws. Mac Jones isn't that guy. Mac Jones is the guy that he's, he's looking like Brady V2. He's looking like he's going to be pretty goddamn good if he can get a team around him. And this, they, they don't have a bad squad at all. But it's not one of the better teams in the league. And it's, it's been shown. They still hung with the Bucs. And Brady didn't, Brady didn't tear them up like I thought they were. Everyone thought Brady was going to throw seven touchdowns, but he didn't need to. Brady was Brady. Still almost made a ridiculous touchdown at the end of the game. If it wasn't raining, they probably would have completed it. But, I mean, it's Brady. Think he cares? Now, the rest of the teams, I'd say it's, it breaks into, like, two kind of sections. You got the in-the-hunt teams and you got the contenders. The teams that are in the hunt are the Panthers, the Saints, kind of, the Bears, the Bengals, and the entire AFC West. The Titans are going to make the playoffs just because of how bad that division is. And I, I, I only consider them... Like I, I consider them in the hunt just because of that. I don't think they're, I don't think they're gonna go far. I really don't. Uh, I haven't been a Titans believer 
since they really lost that Ravens game, I mean, they kind of got stomped on. And <sighs> obviously, I hate that Julio went there. I just think he could he could have went somewhere better. Could have went to like that like he would have been better off. He should have went to the if he went to the Rams, they would have been the best team in the league this year, and no one would even that offense would have been so electric with him. You would have had Cup, Woods, and Julio. Oh my god. But he went to the Titans, a team that's already struggling with health. And it just looks like a whole big shit show over there. Defense doesn't really look legit. Offensive lines in shambles. Tannehill's getting hit. And he looks human. I don't see the Titans going far. Bengals look better. Bengals look a lot better than a lot of people thought they were going to be. And I think it's because of one guy, really. And that's Joey Franchise. Joey Franchise is that guy. If you don't think Joe Burrow is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL, you have not been watching because Joey Franchise is that guy. Jamar Chase, anyone who was, oh, he's dropping balls in preseason, he's not going to be good. Yeah, you're a clown because he's going to put up Randy. He's already is putting up Randy Moss numbers as a rookie. And when you pair up a, when you pair up a great quarterback and a great receiver, that like each other, it's always going to be dangerous. They lit up the college football world, and they're about to light up the NFL world. They already started to, but it's going to get scary once you get this guy aligned because he is not getting protected like some of these other quarterbacks. If Joe Burrow was getting the protection that Dak Prescott gets, he would be be a top-ten quarterback without a doubt. He would be sick. But he has one of the worst offensive lines in the league, and he's still playing great. The Saints, they don't really scare me. You got Jameis Winston. He's he's Jameis. He throws 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. I mean, as impressive as he can look, he'll look that bad the next play. It's just it's 50-50 with everything with him. And the defense looks Good, but not as good as it has been in the past years. It looks more human this year. It looks like it's giving up more big plays this year. So could they sneak into the playoffs? Yeah, but I'm not really scared of the Saints. We'll see how Michael Thomas looks when he comes back. But I'm more scared of the Panthers, and I'm still not scared of the Panthers because they look human, which I predicted because I'm just not the biggest believer in Sam. I predicted Sam wouldn't be as good without McCaffrey. And what do you know? McCaffrey goes down and he starts throwing picks in, in crunch time because he doesn't have a safety valve anymore. He doesn't have his guy. He can just, oh, I can throw to you. I can throw to you. I can throw to you every single time because no one can cover him out of the backfield. He doesn't have that guy anymore. And he still has weapons, but he doesn't have his automatic target anymore. And it's it's killing him. That Slay pick was ridiculous, but you can't hang that ball up there knowing big play Slay's over there. You can't. That ended the game. I just – I don't – if the Panthers can't beat the Eagles in that kind of game, I don't see them beating any other good team. Any of these – there's five contenders, I think, coming out of the NFC right now. I don't see the Panthers beating any of them in a playoff situation. You have the Packers, the Cowboys, the Bucks, the Rams, and the Cardinals. NFC's scary this year. 
I've been hearing things like, oh, the AFC, AFC, AFC. The NFC is the is the scary conference from for me this year. Cardinals are the best team in football right now. Rams look ridiculous, but Cardinals took care of them with no problem. Bucks have the best quarterback of all time. Can never any any looks ridiculous right now. 15 touchdowns. Tom Brady, 44 years old. You cannot begin to question the greatness over there. The Cowboys and Packers, I think, are right on the same level of, yeah, they're really good, and yeah, we know that we know what we're going to get out of them now because Cowboys have the offensive line back, so they're going to they're gonna run the ball, and they're, then they're going to kill you play action. Packers, they got their passing game. The Aaron Rodgers and Delonte Adams are starting to click again, and that run, that defense is starting to click again. They're starting to lock down the run game again. But it all starts with the line. Both teams, both teams have been protecting their quarterback. But one team has looked better at protecting their quarterback, and that's why teams are considering them a Super Bowl favorite, and that's the Cowboys. I don't know how much I believe in the Cowboys yet. I don't. Dak is a little bit of a reason. I I need to see Dak win some big games. We need to see Dak in the playoffs look elite. We need to see him look like he looks in some of these regular season games. He looked he looks pretty good against the Giants, but the Giants don't look good at all this year. If Dak looks like he looked against the Chargers, can they win playoff games? I think we're going to answer that question in the next few weeks. After that bye, they start to get harder games. And we're going to start seeing if they can handle it. We're going to start seeing the run game is going to produce still. It has been a lot. Pollard and Zeke look like a good backfield duo, one of the better ones in the league. And that offensive line looks like the elite Cowboys offensive line we got so accustomed to seeing. That's where it all starts. It always started with the offensive line for the Cowboys. And now they have a pretty respectful, respected defense. It's a respectful defense because are they one of the best ones in the league? I don't think so. Are they a good defense, though? Yeah, they've been getting a lot of stops. But when it comes down to it, are they going to be able to stop a guy like Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know if the Cowboys are going to be able to beat the Packers. Rodgers has always had the Cowboys' number when it comes postseason. He's always had their number. And in what could be his last year in Green Bay, you think he's not going to want to light up Dallas one more time? Give Jerry a good old frown? I don't know. And they, the Bucks, Rams, and Cardinals are also all better teams, in my opinion, than the Cowboys. I, I think the Cowboys are a contender in the sense that they're one of the better teams in the NFL. But are they going to win a playoff game against one of these top teams? I don't have much confidence in it. I really don't. Could it happen? Yes, anything can happen. But will it happen? I don't know. And the AFC got really one team that's 
like a bona fide contender for me because the other teams are really good, but they're all having their problems. Bills are a very good team. The Bills are the they're the top dog in the AFC. They had that week one blunder, but after that, they've been clicking on all cylinders. Josh Allen looks like he's in for an MVP campaign. Him versus Kyler is going to be very interesting. And it's it's buckle up. It's buckle up when you watch him because the guy is an absolute cannon. He was slinging all over the field against Kansas City. Guy's arm is a rocket. He can make throws that barely anyone can make in the league. It's really just him and Mahomes at this point. Rodgers can obviously hang with him, but he's not. He's 38-year-old Rodgers now. He's not a kid like these, these young bucks anymore. The Ravens, Chargers, and Browns are in a different category for all their respective reasons for me. The Ravens, they looked very good against the Colts in that comeback. But again, the injuries have been killing them. They, if they can't stay healthy, it's going to be hard for them to win a playoff game. Chargers and Browns have really the same problem. And, and it showed against each other. The defenses need to hold up. They need to hold up. And the Chargers did when they needed it to. But uh, do you really want to be in a 47-42 game in the playoffs? No. You, you don't want to shoot out in the playoffs like that. You want to win like 2010. So they're going to have to figure out things in the back end. Both secondaries look like they could use some, I think more so the Brown secondary. And then the, the Chargers front seven, I would say, because the Brown secondary really got torn up. Mike Williams was wide open on both of those touchdowns. Appreciate it in fantasy, but I'm sure the defense coordinator over in there in Cleveland did not appreciate him running free like that. Can't have that. Can't have those those easy touchdowns like that. I'm going to wrap it up with saying that I think it's going to come down to one thing for me. One thing always rules all, and that is whoever stays the healthiest, especially in the, in the trenches. If you can't win at the line of scrimmage, uh, you're never going to be in a good spot, especially in playoff games. So, yeah, I don't have much confidence in the Cowboys, but they also have one of the better offensive lines in football. So if that stays healthy, don't be surprised if the Cowboys make a run. I don't have much confidence in it, but it doesn't lie. The best offensive line last year, when it mattered, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's why they won the Super Bowl, because Brady was pretty much untouched when they needed him to be. When they needed him to make throws, what do you know? The best pocket passers sat back and dissected defenses. You give them that kind of time in the postseason again, it's not going to be pretty for anyone. It's not. Anyway, this has been another great episode, another great time on comedy and tragedy. Thanks for tuning in if you have. Take care.